When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Episode 51, Popcorn Finance. Hey Chainers, and welcome to another edition of Chain of Wealth. I'm your host, Dennis O'Brien. And I'm Katie Welsh. All right, Katie, so today we're chatting to Chris Browning from Popcorn Finance. Oh, okay. Yeah, so he paid back a ton of debt. He has his own personal finance blog, and yeah. That, I really love talking to people who are paying off debt. It's so like inspirational to me. Yeah. And I think it's inspirational for a lot of people because when you originally see that like humongous number of like thousands of dollars in debt that you are, it kind of feels like you can't pay it all off. It also helps like inspire you as well. You know, like saying that, oh, the other people in the struggle as well, you know, like it really helps you realize that you're not in this alone. Right. So are you ready to jump on in there? Yeah, let's dive right into our interview. Welcome to Chain of Wealth. Here's your host, Dennis, inspiring you to begin your journey of financial freedom. Hey, Chainers, and welcome to another edition of Chain of Wealth. Today, I have Chris Browning with us. Chris is the creator of Popcorn Finance, after achieving a finance degree and having an accounting job, he is still searching for creative outlets. Then all of a sudden, Popcorn Finance was born, a quick personal finance podcast that is quick and easy to listen to, just like making popcorn. Welcome, Chris. Hey, how's it going? Thanks for having me. Thanks for being on the show. So, Popcorn, are you more of a microwave kind of guy or you're a kernel popcorn kind of guy that's like doing it on the stove and everything else? <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, my laziness made me first a microwave uh, popcorn guy. But uh, but recently my wife got this like air, not an air popper, but it's like a bowl you can put in the microwave. So it's like you can put fresh popcorn in there. Right. So I'm kind of like in, I'm in between. You know, I'm not quite on the stove yet, but I'm moving towards, <laughs> you know, making my own custom uh, <laughs> popcorn. You're going to get there one day. <laughs> <laughs> Awesome. So you have quite the debt payoff story. You paid off $27,000. So what did you do to pay it off and how long did it take you? Oh, wow. Yeah, that was a, that was a fun time in life there. Uh, (laughs) um, You know, a a lot of it was um, really just kind of focusing in and honing in on my budget because I I knew what I should have been doing, but it's one of those things like, you know, it's, it's one thing to know what you should do and it's another thing to actually do it. Right. And the majority of the debt, it came from uh, from our wedding. So, we, you know, we covered the cost ourselves. You know, our parents tried to help, but they, they couldn't really help a lot financially. So we kind of took on that burden and then school expenses, medical bills, and it just kind of piled up on us out of nowhere. And so uh, it, it 27000 and it took us about, I say, four years to pay it off in full. And so the biggest changes that, that we made were we, we switched to a, a very, you know, strict like zero dollar budget so we're like you know every dollar we had specific use for a specific category and we made sure we had a set amount we were paying towards our debt uh, every month um i i 
looked for uh, higher paying jobs. So one of the biggest things was I, I found a better paying position and um, which increased our, our earnings about, I'd say at least, you know, $1,200 a month. And then I, I just kind of went like side hustle mode. So I tried things from, you know, selling on eBay, selling on Amazon. I did uh, deliveries through like food deliveries through Postmates and DoorDash. I was doing whatever I could to like add a little extra to help pay down faster along with sticking to a very, very strict <laughs> budget. Definitely. Yeah. And it's actually amazing how much a side hustle can really make in terms of a difference because most people that are trying to pay something off, they have a set base in terms of expenditure. So whatever you can get above that, they like if you have a goal and you're trying to pay something off, you get into the zone of, yes, I earned an extra hundred dollars, but I'm not going to spend it on anything other than paying back debts. And that's a mindset that people need to get in when they're paying off something like that debt, not to go and say, oh, well, maybe $20 I'm going to put towards something else or enjoy it or something. Like, I think the key is to sort of stick at your existing level and to just anything extra just goes straight towards your debt. Exactly. You know, not, not, not falling into that lifestyle inflation, you know, kind yep. of keep your things where they should be. And then if any extra money rolls in, just send it right away to your credit card or student loan or whatever. So that way you don't even, you don't even miss it. It goes so fast. <laughs> so true. It's actually funny. Lifestyle inflation. I have spoken to so many people and on almost every show, someone will bring up lifestyle inflation. It's amazing how it's such a real thing. And you know, like uh, one of my other guests called it lifestyle creep. And that's really mm. what it is. You know, it's <laughs> that it's just adding on a little bit here and there and you get used to earning more money and you think, oh, like money's not so tight this month. I'm doing well. And before you know it, you're spending more than what you should be. Exactly. You kind of get lulled into like a false sense of security. You're like, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm doing OK. And then next thing you know, you're not doing OK because somehow you've managed to spend all the extra money you managed to bring in. Definitely. Yeah. So speaking about money blunders, do you have any that you've learned from? Oh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> I think I think the biggest thing was when uh, I really realized how much debt we had and I knew I wanted to make a change. I, I created this this budget, no very detailed budget, but I still was using credit cards. For some reason, I didn't think I should stop using them. And so I it kind of. You kind of like spinning your wheels because you're you're making these credit card payments and you know, you're you're doing all the stuff on your budget side you think you should be doing, but then you continue to use credit cards for things as they pop up and we would end up less than we were charging on the credit cards. So our debt was kind of just either slightly creeping up or not going down right. in significant amounts. And um I really wish that I would have moved to a cash based budget right away instead of thinking I I was, you know, I was responsible enough to still use the credit cards while trying to pay the debt down because that that did not work <laughs> at all. Yeah, you have to be really, really disciplined. And I think a lot of people see all the the points that they could be earning by using a credit card and they kind of get pulled in or sucked into that idea that, oh, yes, I'm going to pay off the debt using the credit card. But the problem is if you're not exceptionally diligent in terms of paying that off and really keeping on top of it, the credit card interest rates are significantly higher than other forms of debt. So you can really... Yeah do a bit of damage really. <laughs> no, yeah, no, no, for sure. And, and especially, um, you know, for me and my wife trying to do it together, if one of us is using the card and the other one's not aware, and then it kind of slips by, the charge goes by, no one makes a payment. And next thing you know, it's kind of just adding to your balance. Yep. So easy for that to happen. Yeah. So if you could give your money challenged friend advice, what would it be and why? Um, you know, I think it would be kind of very similar to the my last my last answer in that I would say create a budget 
And even if it's simple, you know, you don't have to go overboard and, you know, itemize every single item, but just make a budget, a plan that you can stick to and then switch to a cash, a cash based budget, because it just makes things so much simpler when you you lay out how much money you have, how much you can spend in these different areas and you stick to that. And you don't allow yourself to by using a credit card. You just have to be strict and stick to it. <laughs> Yeah, which is hard. It's way harder than it sounds. I, I don't want to make it sound like it's easy because it was it's a it's a mental hurdle to get over, you know, living life, you know, kind of just spending as you want versus sticking to a plan and, and kind of going forward with it. Yeah. And also life happens, you know, like there are unexpected yeah. expenses that just pop up. Suddenly you need to fly somewhere. That's an extra four hundred dollars this month because it's a last minute flight. Like yeah. you, you really have to be cognizant of all these moving parts that can happen <laughs> it is life life isn't as simple as you can lay it out in a, in a spreadsheet yeah <laughs> <laughs> very very true so on your blog you cover a number of topics what would you say is your favorite personal finance topic you know the thing that has started to become my favorite is kind of talking about the mental aspects of money like the mindset changes you have to make to kind of improve your financial situation um, because, you know, I've had, I've had a few guests on who've kind of, that's been like their, their big thing they talk about is like changing your mindset. Um, I spoke with Liz Weston uh, about changing your mindset when it comes to paying down debt. Um, I've, I've talked with Elle from Couple Money and she talks about relationships and how you can overcome the mental hurdles to your finances as a couple between two people, because that's a whole different challenge. And so for me, it's, it's becoming, you know, learning what are those those thought processes, those mental hangups that we have that, that cause us to kind of, you know, know we're doing the wrong thing, but continue to do it financially. So um, I think that's my, my, like where I'm really starting to gain a lot of interest in. Awesome. Yeah. And it's definitely an area that there is so much information and there's many different ways to sort of look at it. So it depends on like how you are sort of in your own person, in your current state of life as to how you'll see something in finance. So definitely makes sense. Oh yeah, for sure. <laughs> so let's talk about popcorn finance a bit. So what is your vision for the site? Firstly, how long has it been running and what are your, some of your goals that you're hoping to achieve? Oh yeah. You know, it's funny. Um, the idea for popcorn finance I've had for about three years, but it's only actually been a real thing, uh, since June of 2017, no, yeah, June of 2017 last year. So I'm going on about uh, eight months now of, of doing the podcast and the website. And so, um, for me, you know, I've, I've been happy with, so with the growth I've seen and kind of uh, getting to meet some really, really amazing people doing this. And as far as like a, a long-term goal, um, I think for me, it's just continued growth. And to be able to kind of continue to reach out and have, you know, these amazing guests on, because um, for me, it's just like connecting with these, these people that I probably would have never met otherwise if I wasn't doing the show. So for me, yeah, I think that's like the, like the, my, the funnest part about this and my goal is to continue to, to be able to, you know, connect with some, some really unique and interesting people. It's actually amazing how the networking opportunity will get you talking to people you would never ordinarily speak to. And you can honestly learn so much from people that have got a bit more experience and they've done things a couple times before and really listening to what they have to say, they, there's some real gems of knowledge there. Oh yeah, no, definitely. Because, you know, we all have, you know, such a unique journey that we've been through to get to where we are now that, you know, everyone has like a little piece of, of information or knowledge that they've picked up that, that you've probably never heard. It's very true. Chainers, we're just going to take a quick break and then we'll dive right back into the value link round. Chainers, Airbnb is a fantastic way to monetize your home. You can start earning hundreds of dollars 
extra each month from your spare bedroom. Katie's made a fantastic course called Hosting Your Pad. You can check it out on hostingyourpad.com and sign up for the waiting list. The course is packed with a whole bunch of goodies, video tutorials, and it'll really teach you how to get up and running and how to maximize your profile on Airbnb so that you can get the highest occupancy rates. That's hostingyourpad.com. So Chris, why do you think that people fail at achieving their dreams? You know, I, I think a lot of it has to do with with mindset and and your willingness to to stick to a plan you set for yourself. Because for me, I know I wasn't really able to move forward with my like my my dreams and my financial goals until I really sat down, focused, and and made that change. And for me, it was seeing how how much debt we had that was like really my. Uh, the trigger that that changed my mindset and helped me kind of focus and, and and say I'm going to be disciplined and stick to this plan because I mean without it you know you can make all the plans you want but if you if you can't stick to it and, and it's not going to happen so I think that that's the biggest thing is like working on your mindset and figuring out what it is that's causing you to to not be able to reach your your goals and your dreams yeah it's all about the execution figuring out how you're actually going to implement whatever is your goal and I think a lot of people sit back and they just reflect and they say oh this sounds like a great thing and then they never do anything about it it's about coming up with a plan and sticking to it yeah exactly exactly and that's that's the hardest part is actually sticking yep. to the plans you make for yourself <laughs> <laughs> just like a budget <laughs> yeah, <right? laughs> awesome so what are some other books or podcasts you can recommend to our listeners uh you know some of the podcasts i've been listening to lately um because I've, I've listened to a lot a lot of them are in finance but the 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 finance ones that I really enjoy are um, Journey to Launch. Um, it's hosted by Jamila Souffrant. She was actually my very first guest and kind of got me started with everything uh, that I'm doing now. But it's very down to earth. Um, and I think of being a, a mom and also um, she's working a full time job and she's still pursuing her own personal things. And so I think it gives a very unique uh, perspective on the finance world and, you know, how to achieve your goals. And also um, paychecks and balances. Um, they focus a lot on like not only finances, but like your career goals and and working, you know, living and mo- like navigating your way through the modern workforce. So I really enjoy that one. They have some great guests on there. And then uh, Planet Money by NPR is like, a, I think that's like a fun lesson. That's always like one of the ones I make sure I, I check out <laughs> each time I see it. And uh, on the book side of things, uh, this book called Broke Millennial by Aaron Lowry. And, you know, I like it because it's like a very unique format. It's kind of like, you remember like those like choose your own adventure books from like years ago where like, you know, it's just like if you want to go through this door, turn to this page and it tells you what happened if you choose that choice. It's kind of like that, but like for finances. So it's like based off of your background, kind of your experience, it walks you through, you know, different chapters that are, are more key towards a person in, in a particular like life stage or financial life stage. That, that's been a fun read for me. I actually got to talk to her a little bit. So it's, it was, um, I think a really unique take on like a traditional like, finance book. It definitely is. We, we also interviewed her a couple months back. I think it was in November, if I remember correctly, but yeah, she, she's a very fun person and it's quite amazing how quickly she's grown in terms of being an influencer. Oh yeah, exactly. You know, it's like, uh, I see her everywhere now. Yeah, she is everywhere. <laughs> I think she's working really hard because I, I, she's definitely um, doing a great job of kind of getting herself out there and, and reaching a lot of people. Yeah, I think I saw that she was giving a talk at Harvard, if I remember correctly. But yeah, 
Very cool. <laughs> I know. Yeah, no, it is for sure. That'd be great to, I mean, for me, public speaking is still like nerve wracking, but I think I would want to try that maybe at some point. It seems like that would be fun after you get over the fear. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's all about that initial fear. And once you try it out, you never know. You, you may love it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Do you have a favorite quote? Uh, you know, I was thinking about this because, uh, you know, I'm not a big quote person, um, but some of the ones, uh, there was one that I saw recently and I'm not sure who actually, whose quote this belongs to, who do you credit with this? They said Warren Buffett, but you know, I don't know if this is really what he said or not, you know, online quotes get misquoted all, that is <laughs> all, so the, true. all the time. <laughs> uh, but the quote was eat well, read books, study yourself, expand your mind, do better and get better. You are your greatest investment. Chris, we've absolutely loved hanging out with you. Do you have any other last parting piece of advice for our listeners? And then we'll say goodbye. Yeah, you know, I would just say uh, work on being more open about your finances. I think, you know, here in the U.S. especially, talking about money is like really taboo. Nobody really wants to talk about what's going on with them personally with money. And I think that leaves a lot of people isolated and you're kind of in the dark. So you think whatever you're dealing with is is unique to you and no one else could possibly be struggling with, with whatever it is you're dealing with. And really it's not true. And, you know, as I've been doing the podcast and, and talking with other people, you start to realize how many people are dealing with the exact same situation. It's just that you are just not talking to anyone else about it. So I know it can be scary to open up and talk to other people about what's going on. And I mean, you for sure probably want to do it with someone you trust. I wouldn't, you know, just talk to a stranger <laughs> necessarily For about sure. it. But <laughs> if, if you have a friend or um, someone you you can confide in and you feel comfortable sharing, I would say just talk about it. You don't have to reveal everything about yourself, but it's good to talk to others because you can learn some things that they've done. Maybe they have some tips, some, some advice that they have, or uh, maybe you have something that, that you don't even know would be helpful to someone else. But I think it just gets it out there, makes you more comfortable with it. And I think the more open and the more comfortable you are talking about money, I think the better you can deal with it. Shane, as we've been hanging out with Chris Browning, he's from Popcorn Finance. You can check out his website at popcornfinance.com and really determine where you want to get to in life. And if you don't have a budget, set a budget. It's going to make such a difference. You can pay off whatever amount of debt you're looking to pay off. Just take the first step and write down how much you owe and try and figure out a plan to get there chainers we recently hit a massive milestone over here at chain of wealth we've had over twenty thousand downloads so a very big thank you to everyone out there we really appreciate the support and we will look forward to providing you with absolute valuable content in the future catch you on the flip side Hey, Drew Scott here, and I'm Jonathan Scott, reminding you that life's better with a home policy from American Family Insurance. They can help you get just the right protection at just the right price and help you save when you bundle home and auto. Kind of like Goldilocks and the Three Bears. It'll be just right for you. We love a custom build. American Family Insurance. Insure carefully. Dream fearlessly. Get a quote and find an agent at AmFam.com. Products not available in every state. Visit AmFam.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin.